Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by our patrons like Kathleen Kempf, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get patron-only bonus stories, a sticker, and more. Sign up today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. Hi, I'm Wesley. Hi, I'm Benji. You're listening, listening to, to That show. Story Show. Hey! This is that story show, people. Hallelujah! Yeah. Hey, who's cooking pizza? I turned into a bat. I flew into this sweet house. I left her some guano. <laughs> <laughs> Hey podcast people, this is That Story Show where we're telling hilarious real life stories and inviting you to do the same. This is episode 362 brought to you the week of November 19th, 2020. I'm your host, my name is James Kinnison and my good friend is here. Hey, I'm John and you know what, I'm just curious. Uh, I'm wondering when in, why inflation hasn't caught up to the saying a penny for your thoughts. You ever oh. thought about that? No. Uh, oh, yes, no. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, was- I get it, but I, no, I've never thought of it. Yeah. I mean, what's, uh, I'm not going to, my thoughts are more valuable than a penny. Yeah, it's true. Right? Yeah. A half penny even. No. Yeah, and even people putting in their two cents worth, you know, right, it's, right. here's my two cents on that. Well, you can keep your two cents because it's not really worth that much. Yeah. A dollar for your thoughts? Maybe, maybe it should be a dollar. Oh, I mean, it's harder to know. say. Uh, yeah, you're true. It's, buck yeah. 50. I don't know. Round it up for inflation. When was that? When was that? You know, coined that that I, that phrase coined. Let's say back in the eighteen hundreds. So a yeah. penny would be worth what now? Five bucks. Probably. Probably. I'm just totally guessing Maybe. right off the top of my butt here. But um, yeah. So five bucks for your thoughts. A fiver for your thoughts. That's easy to say. Yeah. Fiver. Yeah. Fiverr for what you're thinking. Hey. Oh, mm. I do an accent too. <laughs> there you go. Ter- it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, dude. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so your your son, um, Johnny, the oldest, the eldest, yeah. the the yes. the born firstest. He the first born. When he's ever whenever he's on Discord, he he has a, a username called Bruh Moment. And so yeah. I don't know what that means exactly, but I figured when I read this story, this opening story, I thought of it as a bra moment, what possibly might be a bra moment. So here, bra. 
Here we go. In honor of Johnny, uh, it's from Slade Pope. He says, James, since you read my other story, that was a zero out of 10. Okay. Now I have to remind everybody last week, I read this guy's story that he sent in and it was, it was during the, the, um, the letter segment where people write into the show and I yeah. put it in as a mercy because he wanted to be on the show so bad. And he, <laughs> and he asked me, he asked me to rate the, the story and I rated it as zero. Oh man. You remember this now? I do. Okay. Yes. Good. Uh, I was hoping so. Vaguely. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, he writes back today and hoping he says, I'm determined to make it a three at least. He wants to rate a three. So here is a true story. And the only reason I thought of it was because of the gas and yellow jacket story. Now, I do remember oh, that one. Yeah. Because that was a dangerous story. That's dangerous. <laughs> so my friends are at home. They're homeschooled and they have ADHD. Boy, that's a good mix. Oh, man. I, I find <laughs> it hard parents. to believe the parents ever decided to do homeschooling. I, you know, <laughs> just go out in the yard, kids, play around. You know what would make this much more enjoyable? This whole ADHD thing. If we brush, if we kept them home, that would be great. Yeah. Just never have a break. It'd be great. <laughs> anyway, uh, they are homeschooled and they have ADHD. And while well, they were talking about fires, of course they were. It's yes. just three wonderful things all mixed together. <laughs> At least I didn't stay on the subject long. Oh, so my smart <laughs> self decided to tell the homeschool kids, hey, my grandfather lights fire with gasoline. And immediately oh, no. I thought, what the freak am I saying? No. Then they said, well, we'll get the gasoline. And the next thing I know uh -oh. is they're filling the fireplace with a whole bunch of gas. Oh, no. <laughs> And then I said, this isn't my fault. If we get in trouble, then he lit it. Wow. And basically, it was a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A bomb is uh, accurate. Finally, I got to say, their mom realizes what is happening. And guess what the homeschooler said? It was Slade. He said to do it. Oh, no. Bruh. Bruh was my reaction. And their mom was screaming at me. <laughs> Bro, see, it's a bra moment. It's a bra moment, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, what else are you gonna say? It's a bra moment, bra, bra. Can't believe you would do me like that. I can't believe the mom believed the kids. She yeah, knows. Right. She's in denial about her bad children. That's they, why they're they were school. gleefully delight delighted to go get that gasoline and start a stinking fire in wow. the fire in the freaking house in the house yeah it probably launched the 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 logs out the chimney <laughs> like a cannon he says i hope you like my story i don't expect it to get on the show well guess mm. what you did so <laughs> not only that it's the opening story so that got way better than a zero you got an upgrade my friend you got quite the upgrade see what happens when you put a little bit of yourself into it you can go places and, right. and that that's right to the top of the show. Well, speaking of top of the show, let's do what we do next. The Weekly Rewind. Rewinding. All right. So I don't really have anything good. So uh, that's famous words for uh, this is going to be great. 
<laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> well, I accidentally um, embarrassed the absolute crap out of my son yesterday. Oh, no. He gets embarrassed easily, right? Not really. I mean, okay. he doesn't like undue attention, you know, cast on him. So yeah. he, he's not one that likes that kind of thing. So in that way, yeah, maybe. But I I find him pretty easygoing when it comes to me. Like he doesn't allow me to be embarrassing, I guess. I don't know. But my daughter is easily embarrassed by me, but... He's pretty chill most of the time. But anyway, what happened was, see, what had happened was we were parked outside of his orthodontist appointment and we were told to, to text in to the office to tell them we're there and then right. they would respond when it was time to send him in. So I did that and we're waiting. And while we're waiting, I have to go to the bathroom and I was huh. like, he's going to be in there for an hour. And, and I'm not supposed to go in. I'm supposed to send him in. I've, right. I said, I wonder if I could ask him if I could come in and use the bathroom. And, and he's like, oh, dad, no, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, dad, no, man. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't I'm want like, you going in to go to the bathroom. I'm like, I, I, I'll just call him and ask him. And he's like, oh. So anyway, they suddenly text. <laughs> And they say, send, send him in. And, and I, I said, okay, they want you. They're ready. And I start typing. He's like, what are you doing? I said, I'm asking him if I can go to the bathroom. So I did. I texted him. He's like, we'll send him right in. Can I, could I come in and use the bathroom? Send. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you doing? Whoa. Yeah. He's like, you're texting. You're texting. Whoa. Can I go to the bathroom? Oh, my gosh. Yes. He said, I thought calling was bad. It was like the worst thing I had ever done ever oh, in life. Man. And and he got out of the <laughs> truck and starts beelining it toward the front because I'm waiting for an answer. <laughs> and he wants to be well gone by the time I get an answer. I'm expecting a no. <gasps> I'm expecting no from them because, you know, they, they want to keep things sanitary and all that. Right. But he's about halfway to the front door. We're parked around the back. And I get a sure. <laughs> As a text response with an exclamation point. So I was happy. Oh, man. Because yeah. I had to go bad. And I was really worried. So <laughs> anyway. Um, find a corner somewhere, weren't you? So I, he, he sees me coming. I said, I got a, a affirmative. And he's like, oh, with no. an exclamation. He starts walking faster. I, dude, I ran. <laughs> I chased him so that we would be at the front door at the same time. So they only have to check it once. Yeah. It's so they checked his temperature and they sent him over to the side. Then they checked my temperature and told me your bathroom is waiting for you, sir. Right over here to oh, the right. Man. And I was like, dude, I should probably put the seat back down after I'm done. Cause this place is full of ladies. I don't think there's a single oh. man that works here, but I forgot. Yeah. I forgot. <gasps> to do it. I left I it up. To do it. Oh, yep. no. But I did wash my hands really good. And uh, okay. and they let me out the back entrance, so I didn't even have to go around the front to go around the back. But they yeah, you the back door. I, I told my <laughs> wife about it later, and even the retelling of the story—it's a crappy story. It's not funny, but man, to hear my son respond to it makes it hilarious because he starts talking in this high squeaky voice 
about how horrible it was that I texted like I was some some school kid asking the teacher, "Can I go potty?" You know, and that's hilarious. I yeah, I think it was. I I didn't even mean to. That was the best part. Is I've tried to embarrass him and not not gotten off as good as this. Wow, this, this was great. Now you know his weakness. It's apparently texting for toilet time. <laughs> I was, Dad, I was, don't let people know you have bodily functions, okay? Uh, I guess because it had I had written proof that I had his dad had asked you know to go to the bathroom or something. <laughs> I don't know if it was if it was a phone call, there would be no evidence left behind. But now there's evidence <laughs> that can I go? Please come in the bathroom, please. Yeah, sure. There's a paper trail now. I was so ready for them to say no, and I was going to be like, "What the freak am I going to do with myself? I have no, go I have no bottles. I have no cups in here. I just have to sit here and suffer <laughs> oh, for 45 minutes." But I, I had a peaceful wait time thanks to the kindness of the ladies at the orthodontics place. Thank you, ladies. You do a great job, and you have a very clean bathroom. Sorry, I forgot to put the toilet seat down. Oh man! Hope Next nobody time fell you in. Text and ask. Nobody. Next time they're going to say no. Yeah, true. Because they have proof of evidence of. of <laughs> That's true. Thank <laughs> who? Who? That man that texted us. What was his number? If he ever yeah. asks again, say no. They have you written down in their in their phone as the man who doesn't put the seat down. I, I'm like I'm like those uh, mom and pop shops that put the do they put pictures of people you're not supposed to take checks from you know, over yep. the cash register. You know, do not accept checks from these people. They got a f- picture of Jay's dad up there on the bathroom door. <laughs> not allowed. If you're to this man, you that. may not enter. That's right. Oh, mercy. So anyway, that's. That's that's mine. I well, I accidentally, amazingly embarrassed my son. You, after all these years of trying to do it on purpose, yeah, yeah, you were able to do it with a simple. He thought it was the worst press. thing that I've ever done, wow. and I don't. I still don't completely comprehend it. So mm. sometimes you receive these small miracles, yeah, and then you just have to exploit them. So. What can you text next that's going to embarrass the guy? That's true. If if texting is the key, um, yeah. I should get some of his friends involved. Yeah, maybe you should text do, them. Do and big group chat and, and say, hey, by the way, guess what I got to do? You know do? where the closest it, toilet is. <laughs> somehow texting middle schoolers that I need to go potty does not sound like a good idea all of a sudden. You know, when you say it that way, yeah. uh, it does Put some concern within my heart. Yeah. So anyway, let's move right along to your let's do that. weekly update there. Well, I, I have one, and it's it's also a stinker. Oh. Uh, hopefully it stinks as, as bad as yours did. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, you know, I have this apparent, I, I must live in, in the wilderness because I've got all sorts of critters that... Uh, I've taken up residence in my home. I've I've excluded my attic, so I no longer have uh, squirrels or snakes. Hopefully, I have Hallelujah. No up there. Yeah. Um. So good on that. Uh. The upper upper deck of the house there, but I have a crawl space on my house. Mm. And um, for those of our listeners who may live in Florida and not know what a crawl space is, it's it's you know I think we talked about this once before, didn't we? I think so. so 
it kind of set the house up a little bit because of the ground preparation and stuff like that. It just basically leaves an empty space underneath yeah. your house. It's not big enough to be called a basement and it's, it's, you know, it's not a slab. So it's crawl space. Yeah. It's, it's an empty void. It so, is. Uh, There's dirt on the bottom and the joists of your house above you. Yes. Yes. And it's about what? Two and a half, three feet, something like that. Depending. Yeah. So, mine is, mine is about two feet. Yeah. Okay. But the nice thing is, is I don't have dirt on the bottom because oh. I had, I had the crawl space encapsulated, Oh, which is a fancy word for, they just put this really thick plastic all down on the bottom and up the walls a little bit. Sweet. Makes it nice. Yeah. You can slide around down there and <laughs> have a dehumidifier in there. Dang. To, you know, keep the moisture level low and not promote any, you know, growth of mold or whatnot. Fungi. Yeah. Right. Right. Cause you don't want that. Apparently it's not good for you. No. But uh, the other day, I decided that I needed to go down there and check things out. I just wanted to make sure that there wasn't any water building up, you know, because uh, I did have a problem when they first installed that dehumidifier. There, it was leaking a little bit and mm. it was pooling up on the, the nice plastic that they put down there. Um, so, I, well, I opened the door up and I, and I happened to notice uh, curled up. Nice and tightly, Mm-mm. just restfully. Mm-mm. It was another snake. No, yeah. no, freaking John. No, we're not doing this again. <laughs> no freaking way. Stop, stop the recap. We that's the show for today, guys. Thank you so much. We want to thank our patrons for your support, and we'll see you guys all next week. Goodbye. Peace out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Okay. <laughs> So it's a it's an 18 minute show today that is all you get oh, short i guess we should move on into the uh <laughs> the after show stuff here and what are you doing with more snakes man i don't know it was it was there and i think it was going into hibernation mode because uh um, it's you know it's getting colder out and uh you know these snakes they kind of hibernate and i was like I don't want to deal with the snake. No. And I was like, I need to get in the crawl space, but he's like right in front of the door, just kind of right underneath the plastic there. And it's a mystery how I even saw it to begin with. And so I thought, you know what? I'm going to be brave this time. I'm not going to kill this one. No, you are. No, that is a C. We see snakes are kind of lazy. If they, if if they know there's food nearby, they'll just hang out. Right. Um, so I decided I'm going to catch this one, and I'm going to I'm going to release it far, far away. John, so back. You and know, I did. You anybody <laughs> that knows anything knows that when you meet a snake, you have to cut its head off with a shovel. That <laughs> is what? that is the that is the Georgia state law. I I must I broke the law, and I, I understand went, that it was on a plastic substrate, and you couldn't technically do that in the crawl space because it would do, pierce yeah. your your perfect uh uh covering there but yeah I, still I paid a lot of money for that i just want you to know that the official rules about snakes in georgia and florida is that all snakes must be decapitated by shovel mm. i um i i didn't do that i i didn't so um what did your bleeding heart do john <laughs> I uh I I got some Kiss nice the snake 
Did you kiss it? No, I didn't kiss it. Did you kiss the freaking snake on the face? Yeah, and it turned into a princess. (laughs) She was beautiful, but since I was already married, I had to send her on her way. No, I didn't kiss it. I I didn't even really... Well, I guess I did handle it. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Yo! With gloves. I put Ah! some gloves on. What did you do? Yeah, I I grab I grabbed some gloves because I was like, okay, well this thing's holding really still. For for a moment, I thought it was dead, and then it its head was close enough to the door where I could kind of push it down onto the ground, and then I had its head pinned, you know, like you're supposed to do. No, I don't know I got, how you're supposed to do. I I don't. You never like seen you know the what's his name Steve Irwin catch a snake. He grabs it by the tail and lets it like float around like one of those fake snakes at at Cracker Barrel. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? Those wooden snakes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And it just kind of slithers in the air. Yeah. Well, I, I, I didn't, I couldn't see it. How did you get within range of its head without it rising up to bite you? I, well, like I said, he was in hibernation mode and he was really slow. (sighs) Oh. And and I, I just pinned his head. In fact, when I when I grabbed him behind the head, uh, it didn't even it didn't even slither at all. And I thought maybe this thing is dead. But then he like started moving a little bit, and so I hastily carried him to the far far back side of my property. And then back you, even then further. you freaking swung him around like a lasso, and you threw him as hard as you could. I I kind of did that. Yeah. All right. Cause I was like, he might crawl towards me. So <laughs> I, I slung him into the bushes and I noticed he just, <laughs> he just kind of draped over a couple of the branches and I was like, he wasn't moving. And I was like, well, even if it's alive or dead, at least it wasn't me that did it. Right. Uh, I didn't go back to check on it or anything, See, but um, you didn't handle this correctly. Well, I didn't kill it. So I, once upon a time john needed to go into his basement crawl space and he did and in there was a princess and he said she said kiss me and he said no i'm married and he let her out and she went on about her business and there was never a snake the end oh there you go that's the way it's supposed to go i i haven't been back down in there since so hopefully the princess didn't lay any eggs Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, I hate snakes you know, I just so about much. That right now, I hope it really didn't have like a nest or something down there. No, it was probably getting ready to poop them out, and and if you mm. had slung them around, they would have gone out. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I didn't swing it around too fast. Where do you live, John? That you have all these critters around your freaking house? I. I guess I'm just so used to living in the city, man. All we got is yeah. a possum that that lurks about. <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, I, I mean, it's it's, it's uh, country. It's just con- the it's country. country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. For for all you stalkers out there, it's it's. I live in Sonoya, Georgia. Sonoya. And I ain't gonna tell you how to spell it. Yeah. Population three hundred, and and a bunch of snakes that need to be killed. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. They were filming Walking Dead the other day when I went out walking. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just down the street. I didn't even know they were still filming that. I they apparently I'm are. I'm way behind. 
I haven't watched it ever, but you know. Yeah. Let's see. Uh anyway, okay. So yours is done and, and it I'm was done. Not as bad as I thought it was gonna be, but yeah. still pretty bad. Still I pretty, could make it worse. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I put it in my pocket and then let it rattle around all afternoon. How do you know? Ah, ah! Crawled around my leg to get warm. Yeah. No, we're good. Uh, we yeah, got some listener email. Happen. Asa yeah. here. Asa says, um, "John should be fired for talking about snakes." <laughs> and I agree. It's so weird that, that she would write in about this. This is so weird. No, she says. I was wondering if I could get a shout out on that story show because today is my birthday. Best regards, Asa. Well, your birthday was two days ago, in fact, and probably three by the time you get this. So happy, happy birthday. Yes. And I believe Asa is a dude. Oh, really? Because, yeah, we've, we've heard from Asa before. Okay. And um, I believe that. Yeah, Asa, Asa is a king. Uh, so, yeah, happy birthday, Asa. Uh, the, yeah, the great man that you apparently are, and um, I hope you had a good one. Uh, we want to always take a second and say thanks to our patrons. Um, there is a bunch of them, and we are always looking for more. If you want bonus content, and that is extra stories every single week, as well as your very own uh, that story show logo sticker, um, and uh even even uh you get perks on the discord server and and occasionally we just mail stuff out to people uh it's a chance for you to support the show and it starts at five dollars a month and it you can do so at patreon.com slash that story show and we would very much appreciate it and we love our patrons and they um (laughs) they keep this they keep the show rolling so Yes, they do. Join the club. To join the family. It's a family, by God. And, uh, you know, it's 16 cents a day. You know? That's more than a penny for your thoughts. That's right. It's a lot more. So, yeah. uh, but still very low cost. So help us out, and we would appreciate it. We thank you. Um, real quick, we do have some iTunes reviews brought to you by mypodcastreviews.com. Uh, where you can get podcast reviews from all of the major iTunes um, uh, stores because there are iTunes stores all over the all world. All around the world. Yeah. And and usually if you check iTunes store, you're only going to get the one in your country, but you can get them from all the countries and more locations at mm. mypodcastreviews.com. This is from Bo, I guess, B-O-G-H. Um, this is awesome, but please bring back Trevor, at least for one episode. Look, we already did that. Yeah. And it was awesome. He was great, eh? Yeah, he did great. So thank you. I love it. It, It's awesome, but needs more Trevor. Just so you know. Uh, guest 3939 says, absolutely amazing. I've been listening to the show for about four years and I've never been disappointed. The hosts are hilarious and fun. This podcast is completely bingeable. I love the show. Never stop. Bingeable. I've never said that word unlocked. before. No yeah. Joke. Yeah. We are bingeable. Absolutely. I'm not sure how I feel about that now, but I'm sure that someday in my life, that's going to come up in a conversation. I feel like a bag of Doritos and we can just be eaten mm. all in one sitting. I feel like a Netflix TV show. Oh, it's even better. Um, 
Speaking of Netflix TV shows, I hear you got a quiz for us. Quiznos. I do. Where we quiz what you know. All right. It's time for some Quiznos then, John. And I believe that this would be perfect. Have you seen the, the, uh, have you seen the title of this quiz? I have not. Okay. Well, I know that you and I have similar tastes and, and uh, we we are both fans of of Michael Scott and The Office. Oh yeah, and yeah. So, if you can score a hundred percent on this The Office quiz, I'll be very impressed. Okay, that's actually the name of the quiz. So oh, <laughs> yeah. So here you go. I found it on BuzzFeed. Oh, okay. <laughs> right on. It's one of those BuzzFeed quizzes. So there you go. There you go. <clears throat> so are you ready? Are I, you ready for this? I am as ready as I can be. Okay. This comes from season one. Whose birthday does the office celebrate when there are rumors that the company is downsizing? Do you need a multiple choice? Oh, man. Yes, I do. Okay. Is it Phyllis, Meredith, Kelly, or Angela? Oh, gosh. When the company is downsizing? Oh, there's just rumors of it. There's just rumors. And they celebrate a birthday? Yeah. Michael Scott kind of comes up with an idea to... Uh, and the answers again, Phyllis, Meredith, Kelly, or Angela. Um, I know it can't be Kelly because Kelly is way too particular about her birthday. Um, yeah. uh, I'm going to say Meredith. You are correct. Yes. You are correct. Yes. Happy birthday. So you are one for one. In season two, during the office booze cruise, why does Roy finally set a date for him and Pam's wedding? Because he's drunk. No, what what, um, what are the multiple choices? The multiple choices are he gives in after Michael persuades him, or he feels inspired after hearing the captain's story of marrying his first wife, or... He gets jealous after Jim accidentally reveals he likes Pam. It's the captain one. And you are correct. Yeah. He's inspired by Captain Jack's story. That's right. All right. All we're right. moving on to season three here. So far, you're two for two. That's great. In the episode Back from Vacation, Michael returns to the office from a trip to Jamaica with. Oh. Uh, beads in his uh, hair. Oh, go ahead. Is it beads in his hair, a new haircut, dreadlocks, or none of the above? Oh, man. Come on. I was going to just <laughs> say Jan and be done with it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of true. I thought that he was went it. went with her. Uh, he had a picture of her. Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> um, I want to say beads in his hair. Okay. And you are correct. Yeah! I, I knew it wasn't a major thing. I thought it was like a little Jedi thing on the side of his head somewhere. Like a You're little... exactly right. Yeah. You're exactly right. Okay, uh, you're doing great, man. Cool. This is I really feel good. I feel empowered. I, I yeah. Useless information coming in, you know, really well. So. <laughs> okay, this is a true or false from season four, and uh, I got to say, this is one of my one of my favorite moments. One of them. There's many. True or false? After she's accidentally hit by Michael's car. <laughs> <laughs> Meredith goes to the hospital for a sprained pelvis. Uh, True or false? 
Oh, gosh. True. It's kind of tricky, but you're wrong. No. She she's... goes for a fractured pelvis. Oh, my gosh. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Brain fractured. I, I, I would give it to you, but, you know, BuzzFeed won't. That's ridiculous. That's oh. tricky. Anyway. Okay. Well, season five. Which two mind. employees? You want me to give it to you? I'll be no, happy. No. No. Okay. All right. All right. Season five. Which two employees accidentally wear matching outfits to work in the episode Casual Friday? Oh, it's um, Phyllis and uh, uh, Pam. Phyllis and Pam? Yeah. That's your final answer? That is. You are correct. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it looked good on the rack. That's what, that's what she says. So <laughs> That's good. All right, season six. Michael, um, who beats Michael's push-up challenge by doing twenty-six oh, push-ups uh, at the office? Let's give me his name. Um, the black gentleman. Go ahead, Stanley. Stanley, thank you. Yeah, him. Stanley does it. Yeah, and you are correct. <laughs> and you know, remember what his prize was? He got to go home early. That's right, man. You are good. I didn't even remember that. <laughs> Noise. Okay. Season seven, when Dwight temporarily becomes the regional manager and enforces strict rules, uh, what is the name of the uprising group that Jim pretends to lead as a prank? Oh, gosh. Is it the Social Club, the Rebellion, the Dunder Mifflin Misfits, or is it the Fist? Gosh, I don't remember that at all. I don't either, just so you know. Ah. Uh. All right, read well, read them through one more time. All right, the uh, the Jim pretends to lead a, a social a rebellion. Sorry, as an uprising group, as a prank. Are they called the Social Club, the Rebellion, the Dunder Mifflin Misfits, or is it the Fist? I'm going to say the Social Misfits or whatever it was. The Social one. The Social Club. Yeah, you are incorrect. Ah! It is actually. The fist. The fist. Yeah. I that's a weird one. I don't think I could have gotten that one ever. Well, he Jim descri- apparently according to the answer, Jim describes the group to Dwight as a social club, but he names it the fist. Okay. So you were kind of both correct in both of them. Mm. All right. Here we go. Season eight. When Daryl and Toby compete over selling the most Girl Scout cookies for their daughters, who ends up winning by selling the most cookies to Kevin? Was it Daryl? Toby? Was it a tie? Or neither of them won? Oh, man. Um, I'm going to say Daryl. Daryl? Wrong. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) <laughs> they both end the competition after getting tired of Kevin's ideas that forced them to compete against each other oh. in humiliating ways. I don't even remember that. So, oh well. Kevin had the power. Kevin. Kevin had the right. chili too. Yes, he did. That's another <laughs> one of my favorite scenes. That one in the um the uh the fire, not not um, I like it when what's her name comes in and thinks he's special and, and oh, yeah. <laughs> treats him. 
Like you got like when he's at the snack machine trying to that Holly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he's special. <laughs> mm. All right. Here's the last one from season nine. Okay. Fill in the missing word of Pam's final line in the series finale, AKA the last line of the show. There's a lot of blank in ordinary things. Isn't that kind of the point? I don't know this one. Oh, go ahead though. I, all right. Uh, I'm going to say love and it's, it's not, it's not correct. Well, I thought it was multiple choice. Oh no, there isn't. You have to fill it in yourself. Oh, oh, there's a lot of what in, <laughs> in normal things. I, I can give you, I can give you multiple choice. Okay. There's a lot of blank in ordinary things. Okay. Isn't that kind of the point? I'm, gonna, the, I'm just going to say crap. Okay. I, w- I could give you multiple choice if you want. I, I, I don't know that I've even seen the, last season i quit really? i quit after michael scott left the show oh my yeah that's why i didn't get the kevin thing because that must have happened afterwards i don't yeah, know it was season eight that's that when was, i must yeah, have been falling two. apart because yeah i don't know it i don't know anything okay well here's the line and it's a great one there's a lot of beauty in ordinary things ah. isn't that kind of the point all right so how yeah. many did i get right you got, let's see. Or how many? You got the last two wrong. Uh, you got out of nine, seven. You got seven right. All right. That's, 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 that's what you're about, right? I think so. Since I play this music, I get to cheer for myself. You can do what you want. <laughs> uh, and I think just so you know, you. I think you would have beat me. So very, very good. I guarantee you, if I had finished the series, I would have done better. Cause I remember about everything I watch. I, I just got caught up on her, on Meredith's, uh, fracture. I knew she fractured something to do with yeah. her, her rear end, but I, it was kind of a trick. It was kind of a trick question. Yeah, it really was. Cause it was her pelvis and it wasn't the sprain. It was a fracture. Yeah. That's good right. job. That's what I thought I was saying yes to, but it's okay. Thank you for bringing um, the Quiznos today. I appreciate well, that. Yeah. Thanks. All right. You're welcome. Let's do some uh, listener stories. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. All right. This one's called Limp Blimp, and it's from Chris Payne. Hey, guys. This is Chris, a new listener to your podcast. Hey, welcome. Yeah. Oh, it's a cheer. That's right. 
every year my family takes a week-long vacation to a cabin in northern minnesota one year my wife's brothers and one of their girlfriends decided to have a paintball battle in the woods the Mm. battle was to consist of four people four paintball guns and three paintball helmets Uh uh-oh oh no no yeah, <laughs> can see where this is going already. Yes, three paintball helmets for four people. For those unfamiliar with paintball helmets, they protect both your head and your face and your eyes and your mouth yeah. and your nose and you know your ears and stuff like that. Uh, my wife's youngest brother drew the short straw and went into battle with a motorcycle helmet, not a full face helmet like we see today, <laughs> but oh, the, no. the type of helmet used by Ponch and John in the 1970s TV show Chips. That's an awesome reference. So well they, done. So they could see their faces, you know, in the show. That's why they wore them. Yeah. Now that everyone had their equipment, they were ready to head into the woods and shoot balls of paint at tremendously high speeds at each other. After only a few minutes, we see the paintball warriors returning from the woods. This seems strange since they had enough paintballs for a much longer battle. But we quickly realized why they had returned so early. The youngest brother, the one with the 70s style motorcycle helmet, was hit in the lip with a paintball. Not good. That's right. In the face, near the eyes. The only one without face protection was hit in the face. Awesome. So we applied ice to his lip. But as you can imagine, the swelling started very quickly. His upper lip was about the size of... Of a ping pong ball. Oh, no. Yikes. That was Not good. That was the first and the last paintball battle at the cabin. <laughs> <laughs> I should say I so. I imagine so. Thanks for the great podcast and all the laughs, Chris Payne. Mm. Yeah, he puts he puts uh, his last name in there. And, uh, <laughs> and it's bringing the pain. Bringing the pain. Great last name, good by the night. way. Yeah, I don't like paintballs without protection it's just Mm-mm. not safe it's not good it's not good there's right. too there's too many eyeballs that are that are that are less structurally sound than the paintball itself you know mm. if there's a, if a paintball and an eye touch each other the eye is going to give way you know yeah <laughs> it's gonna lose yeah and that is why you know if, if, if it was just tissue thin and the paintball would just you know, just kind of disintegrate and all that, it would be great. But no, no. It, it's, I mean, heck, you could shoot a grape at an eye and it, and the eye would give. So I would imagine. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. I, I don't even like to imagine it. No, I don't either. It's just bad. I, I was, uh, I've played paintball. I used to have my own marker and everything. It was a lot of fun. Enjoyed doing it. But, um, I always wore a face mask or, you know, the proper protection and, yeah. uh, and so should you, so should everybody. Yeah. I've only played once and I had proper protection on and it was good too, because I got hit right in the forehead. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right in the face. It splattered all over my eyes or it would have, and I would have, right. I would have had uh, permanent hearing damage or something visual, <laughs> visual, something would have happened. So bad things bad very bad things bad things involving snakes and rodents mm. and all the bad things that could happen would have happened if i hadn't worn a helmet because right. cuz the luck that i have it's the kind of luck yeah. that i have it's bad luck so anyway um my story's over now 
So. Okay. Well, speaking of bad things, I have a feeling this next one is one of them. Okay. Which is unfortunate because it's, it's this one is called Peanut Butter Delight. Mm, that sounds and good. It, I love peanut butter. I put peanut butter on just about anything. But uh, Cameron Fry, he's got a story for us. So let's dig in. He says, I thought I'd share a story about my dad that happened just a few days ago. To start things off, several days ago, my dad walked in the, the door from work and proceeded to take off his shoes and make himself comfortable. And as he walked through the kitchen, he passed a cutting board with some chunks of peanut butter on it. Mm. He then proceeded to pick up the delicious looking peanut butter and started to transfer it to his drooling mouth because, ah. you know, peanut butter is good. Yeah. And you can trust peanut butter. Now, it, let's back up a bit. Peanut butter mysteries, though. Peanut you know, butter. There's a mystery. Delight. There's a mystery here. So we're going to back up a bit and dive into some of the backstory. You see, <laughs> we just got a puppy. The peanut butter backstory. Peanut butter backstory. Uh, they had just got a puppy about a month ago, and, and, and he says he's awesome. Puppy's awesome. We got him several different toys and chew things. And among these, we got him a Kong, which if you don't know what that is already, it's a chewy, rubbery container with a small hole through which the dog can stick its tongue to get the food inside. So you can, you know, stuff it with treats and whatnot. Mm. It's to encourage the dog to, to chew on, you know, that instead of, you know, your shoes. Yeah. So, uh, well, about three weeks ago, my brother, uh, let's call him Lucy, he put a bunch of peanut butter inside the Kong mm. because what dog in their right mind doesn't like peanut butter? I already butter, know where right? this is going. Do you? Are yeah. you sure? Yeah. Could, well, could be a twist. Could be, but go ahead. Well, the puppy is able to reach only some of the peanut butter because his tongue is too short Ugh. right now. It's just a little puppy. So most of the peanut butter was left in the Kong. Okay. Fast forward roughly three weeks. Mm. My mom decided to figure out why the puppy is chewing so much on his supposedly empty Kong. As she picks it up, she realizes that there's some dried spots, some dried <laughs> peanut butter on the edge. <laughs> And then she looks inside. What she now sees is some three-week-old peanut butter stuck all over the inside of the conch. So she proceeds to get her cutting board out oh. and a butter knife. And she digs out all the dried, thick, chunk, ah. slobbery ah. peanut butter. <laughs> digs it out of the conch and puts it right on that there cutting board. Of course she does. This is, she's used, this is what we use for human food. Let's put right. dog crap on it. Uh, yeah. Partially processed and digest, even. Ah. He realized while she was doing that that she had to take us to an event, and she leaves the peanut butter no, on the counter, poor dad, on the cutting board. <laughs> Resuming the timeline, my dad came home ah. and he put the dog-treated peanut butter into his mouth, and as he did this, the smell and taste immediately ah. flooded olfactory senses hate, and taste buds respectively I hate them hate this i hate this story <laughs> thanks cameron i'm just gonna end it right there so i don't get fired for reading <laughs> your story okay so cameron says you may wish to remember at this time what a dog likes to lick especially on themselves yes, after going of course dookie as james calls it i don't call it dookie whatever it's poop <laughs> This will help you to get the idea of what the peanut butter may have tasted like. My dad started running around the kitchen trying to get Ugh. rid of his 
rid of this junk in his mouth, ah. the puppy treat that eventually he spat out. Ah. But horrors of all horrors, the taste still remained in his mouth. Ah. Next, he ran around trying to find something to cleanse his mouth of the taste. He swished water around, but quickly found that that had just spread the taste oh, around yum. even more. Yum, mm. yum, yum, Not only was it concentrated on the front of my tongue, now it's spread through my whole mouth. Mm. Finally, he found a bag of potato chips and crammed handfuls into his mouth while mm. mentally chanting salt and potatoes, salt and potatoes. Because, you know, potatoes. that'll cure it, right? Yeah, just the, the mental part. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just a mental yeah. thing. It, there's not actually... You know, canine fecal matter floating in his in his mouth. But cavity. dogs' mouths are are more sanitary than human mouths. That's uh, a bunch of. At least that's what that's, somebody. That's thought. a bunch of dookie. That's <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of dookie. Because I say that all the time. That's apparently what I say. So well, going dookie. Well, hey, it doesn't end there because uh, Dad kept this a secret. He told all of this. Uh, to us a couple days after the fact when my mom had made a, a comment at dinner about eating peanut butter crisps. Mm. Well, I hope you get a, a lot of laughs reading this. Yeah. And Cameron continues, I absolutely love the show and you guys make me laugh every time I listen to you. I've been listening for a couple years and I'm working on working my way from the beginning forward with my dad and my brother, Lucy. Oh, thank you, Cameron, even though I hate you. Cameron Fry. Thank you for sending in a story. And thanks, Dad, for eating the Gosh. peanut butter treats that your wife left for See, you on that's the cutting board. You can't just walk in the house and just trust your family to have left. <laughs> I mean, if there's peanut butter out on the cutting board, what is what is a cutting board and peanut butter have to do with each other? When yeah, should they ever meet? And uh, uh, three week old. And 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 covered with freaking dog spit. I'm just uh <laughs> man. You know puppies are too. I don't like dogs anyway, and I think they're gross. I don't even pet ours because I don't want to smell. I don't want their smell on my hands. And and mm-hmm. they have plenty of pets, so I don't want to hear no emails about. Oh, you're just a terrible person. I, if if I petted them, I would pet them meanly, and they would <laughs> and they would know it. They would somehow feel it like, oh, he hates us and we're nervous. And so they're glad I don't pet them. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Your dogs are glad that you don't pet them. Yes, they are glad. Matter of fact, when I look at them, they turn away. They don't, they, (laughs) They the the family says they get nervous. Like I, I've never mistreated them. I'm the one that nine times out of 10 is checking their water bowls and their food. I'm the one that has to empty their freaking anal sacks and I have to, uh, uh, I have to groom them and all that kind of stuff. So I'm the one I take care of them a lot, but I am not friendly with them on any basis. I mean, we are like in the military and I am their corporate commander. I am Cobra commander and I do not take anything from them. in the way of love or anything like that. And so to imagine that I would somehow eat food that would pass through their freaking nasty little uh. mouths is just <laughs> too much. They lick their own feet. I can't I I can't even get over that that they lick their own feet, much less that they lick themselves and their yeah, own butts and stuff. I can't even get past that they lick their feet. And and if I licked my feet and then came up and tried to give you a kiss, John, what would you do? You would Mm-mm. freak out. I would do that. 
regardless of if you licked your feet or not, but I would probably be more hesitant even so yeah. if you had licked your feet. You would you would get a running start as I was coming toward <laughs> you. You know, if I if I had just just came up to you with a kissing sound, you might think I was joking. But when I've licked my foot and I'm coming at you, you know I mean business. There's <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I don't know where this is going. <laughs> I don't want to know. You know, <laughs> he licked his foot for a reason. I got to get the freak out of here. So. Yeah, I'm running. I'm running. <laughs> anyway, all right. Let's just move to the next story. And Cameron, you know, mm. don't don't ever write us again. Okay. Thanks. I was. <laughs> <laughs> James is kidding. Just don't write about your dad eating puppy <laughs> peanut butter. Ah, gosh. Just, want some puppy but he should make some snacks at home yeah that I'd contain peanut butter never forgive cameron for writing salt in. and potatoes salt and potatoes salt and potatoes it's like a magic wand it's not going to help you anyway mini hickeys that's what this story's called it comes to us from cynthia when i was seven or eight back in the day when take your child to work day was Fathers take your daughters to work day. My dad oh. was an artist for Hallmark greeting cards in downtown Kansas City. And by no. the way, that is where Hallmark greeting cards is from, from downtown That's Kansas City. And I have been awesome. there. And you get to go on a tour. And there is a spot where you can push a button and make a bow. And it's no way. Yep. Yeah, it's got a machine. You push a button, make a bow. And it does That's it totally super rad. fast and spits it out. And you get to take it home with you. And there's an area called Kaleidoscope where they take all of the spare paper and the overcuttings and things like that, that and the misprints, and they open it up like uh, several times a week, and kids can go for free and do crafts. That's fun. It is amazing. And it's rooms and rooms full of markers, and there's even that. a place where you can draw a picture, and they'll run it through, and it turns it into a puzzle. And that's why I have a Buzz Lightyear hand-drawn puzzle. Because that's totally I rad. Buzz Lightyear out of out of out of extra card stock. Anyway, yeah. so he, he she totally has cool. her dad has an awesome job. By the way, I just want yeah. To say. So I got and, and there's it's called Crown Center actually because there's a whole mall around it and um there's a there's a Crayola uh uh restaurant and a Crayola no store. Way. And all kinds of stuff nearby. Do they film the Hallmark movies there? Because that's where I need to go. No, so I, can I think that's all Canada. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that's Canada. Man, that's where Sam any producers are out there. He's retiring this year, I heard. Okay. Anyways, looking back to the story. Yeah, you know, 2020. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I'm telling my no kids. No Christmas this year. I got, right. He says, I got to, she says, I'm sorry, I got to experience morning rush hour and talk radio. And when we got to his office, he showed me the cool printers and the art supply room. In his mm. cubicle, he gave me tons of artist quality colored pencils and paper, and I spent most of the morning drawing. The building my dad worked in was connected to Crown Center, see, an expensive mall. And we went to a fancy restaurant for lunch. I bet they went to the Crayola one because it's awesome and it's and they have placemats and everything. Fancy. And my kids' meal came with a fun bendy straw. Yeah, it was definitely that one because they have this extra long bendy straw that does like three loops, and it's and it and you can you That's can uh, cool. you can reshape it yourself. And uh, when when we returned to his cubicle, my dad got to he really got to work. 
And so I really got super bored. And I spent most of the afternoon staring out of the window and playing with my new bendy straw. I discovered that if I put one end in my mouth and the other end against a part of my face and then sucked in air, the straw would stick to my face. Well, oh, so I started doing this and I'd move it to another spot and suck and, you know, and the air would would suck on my face. And then uh, I would just move it around and repeat and repeat. Oh, no. Side note for those that don't know. When you create a powerful <laughs> enough suction to your skin, it breaks the little blood vessels beneath your skin, but it can take hours for the bruise to show up. So yeah. when I woke yeah. up in the morning, I had perfectly shaped circular bruises, <laughs> oh, man. each one about an eighth of an inch in diameter all oh, no. over my face. I was absolutely horrified and couldn't stop crying at the prospect of having to go to school with mini hickeys everywhere. <laughs> My parents, of course, thought this was hilarious, but in an act of unfathomable mercy, they let me stay home from school. Since oh. it was Friday, I had the whole weekend to recover from the bruises. Hope this mm. makes it on the show. There you go. Thanks for the content. Our whole family enjoys you guys. Cynthia. Man, that Cynthia has the best parents. Cause let me tell you, <laughs> I did something similar with a coffee mug on my chin once. Oh no. I sucked that thing to my chin and I thought, this is awesome. Look, mom, it stuck <laughs> to my face and I pulled it off. And a couple hours later I had this bruise looking oh, goatee. Oh man. Did I get to skip school? No. Oh. A single mom had to go to work and I couldn't be trusted at home by myself. So I went to school with a big hickey chin <laughs> and it wasn't great. So Cynthia, first of all, your dad has an awesome job. Yes. Or had a job. And uh, second of all, he's awesome because he let you stay home with your hickey face. Yeah. Man. <laughs> That's great. Wow. Yeah, your your parents are you deserve they deserve something good for Christmas every year. And yes. uh, and and yeah, if you're a listener and you're in the Kansas City area and you haven't been to Crown Center, you owe it to yourself to go check it out because here is a secret that I will tell you and only you. <gasps> um if you go to uh Crown Center and you go on the tour they have, well, the last time I was there, they had Norman Rockwell originals hanging on the no wall way. and you could see the texture of the paint and everything. It was so, no way. yeah, it was so good. Um, but at the end of it, there's a lady behind a desk and her name is Nedra. And she used to work with me at Sheffield when I was a children's pastor. And now she works what? at, at the, uh, crown center tour. And she announces when it's almost time to leave. And she has oh, a very professional cool. voice. And I didn't know she worked there. And we were leaving about the time it was ready to close. And I turn around and she's right in the middle of her announcement. And so I ran up to the desk and I started mocking her <laughs> while she was no. doing it. I hadn't seen her. Wrong. I hadn't seen her in eight years, you know. But <laughs> I'm like, we're going to close the store now. Please bring your final things to the thing. And she hangs up the phone and she says her classic line that she's said to me for years. You are bratty. <laughs> bratty. Yeah. She's always <laughs> called me a brat. And I'm, four, I'm 47 and I'm still a brat. So... Well, anyway, apparently it must be true. So if you ever go through there 
and uh, she's a she's a very nice looking put together black woman. And if it's her, go and ask her if her name is Nedra. And if it is, tell her James the Brat said hi. Yes, that I want to go to Kansas City just for that. That will be the ultimate thing. It's on the exit. It's on the way out. She sits behind the counter. She's customer service, and she does the the announcements and stuff. So. <laughs> cool beans that's as close as i can get to it so there you go man you're kind of popular you, you you got some cool uh you got some cool connections there i'm not all nice though sometimes i take Whoa. stories and um if they have to do with blood i give them to john yeah thank you thank you thank you so. i'm gonna read this story called blood bubbles <laughs> Blood bubbles, James. Comes to us from Asher Combs. You remember him. He sent yeah. in the story last week about yeah. the machete that he yeah. wore around for a baseball game. It, it made the title of the show. It was it did. It was uh Machete Baseball. Yeah. Machete baseball. So we have a sequel to it and it's called Blood Bubbles. <laughs> I can already I feel came my up with that name off. myself. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, some of our our listeners and 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 those who write in are are creative to give us titles, but you 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 gave that one. I thanks. I really went above and beyond there for you. So so excited to find out what these blood bubbles mean. <laughs> are you are you excited? I am. I already know. Okay. But yeah, go ahead. Okay, Asher. First of all, thank you for writing in. Second of all, here's your story. Hey, James and John. This is the sequel to Machete Baseball. <laughs> so about a year after the stupidity of Machete Baseball, his words, not mine. And I'm so grateful that he put that in there. He's quoting me because I'm the one that said it was stupid. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see the air quote. I didn't see any quotes. So uh, maybe he is quoting you or yeah. maybe he is not. But uh, he says, I had taken a bit of a hiatus from weaponry wearing. <laughs> But I still kept a good size folding knife on me, you know, just like any knife trader would do. Right, right. Because, you know, when you're in the business of knife trading, you got to at least uh, have one knife. You got to represent, you know. You don't have to wear a machete, but, you know. I want to be safe, but, you know, still kind of dangerous. Dangerous, right. Well, you never know when you're going to have to, you know, open a letter or something. Yeah. So one morning that just happened to be the day that I went to camp. And my dad went on a two-week work trip. He, my dad, told me to go down to the shop and open up a pallet of roofing, meaning I got to take off the saran wrap like plastic stuff. You know, that right. a lot of things get shipped in so they don't fall Good off the pallet. Good thing I've got a knife. Good thing. And that's where it gets interesting. When I crumpled up the wrapping, I discovered that it was sticky enough to hold air pockets. Oh, joy, I thought as I pulled out my knife. I shall stab this, this is in quotes too, I shall stab this plastic and release the air. What wimp would stomp on it when they have such a lovely sharp knife? So basically he's got bubble wrap going on here. He's, yeah, because what you know, I'm that getting from it. Yeah. saran wrap type stuff, super sticky, and he's just making little air bubbles with it. Well, surprisingly, I didn't stab myself on the first swing. But on the second one, I reared back and plunged the knife through my thumb as hard as I possibly could. I was already halfway back to the house by now. The knife I had left behind me on the ground, 
my right hand slipped through the blood cascading down my arm. (laughs) It's so much better when I'm not having to read it. It's, it's almost fun, you know? Yeah. Yeah. My feet are numb with this one. I don't even know. I'm, you know, just before I usually pass out, I start to see a little tunnel. So if, if, if I start having a hard time reading here, it's because I'm about to faint. All right, so uh, let's see. Blood cascading down my arm. I read that. <laughs> yeah. He says, in an attempt to remove the tight work glove from my gourd left hand. Oh, oh that I, one got me a little bit. Because there, yeah, there's, he went through a work glove and through his skin and then through his skin again and then through the work glove and then through a, a, a pop air bubble. That's, that's the, the path of the knife. It went yeah. through all those layers. Yummy. Mm. And then back out. Okay. <laughs> His gourd right hand, and, and he ran into the house yelling to my sleeping mother, help, please, I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> mom, poor mom sleeping. There's, there's, well, you figure it out, kid. Yeah, there's blood coming out. Yeah. I don't know exactly how to stop it. Uh <laughs> I'm I'm good with band-aids and stuff, but this one, this one's got me stumped, mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and you know, because of the shape of a knife blade, it would be like a pinprick on one side of the finger because mm-hmm. of the tip coming out, but it would mm-hmm. be about an half an inch wide at mm. where it went in, you know? So just remember yeah. that part too. My left thumb is literally numb right now. Mm. Literally. Uh, Asher says, I got four stitches that day. Yep. What were you going to say, James? No. It sounded like you had something to uh, imply. Because <laughs> I, I will do anything to get my mind off of my fingers say, going okay, I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do. Famous words. It's a kid that knows that he's got gracious parents. Because any other yeah. kid would not be thinking <laughs> this. They would be thinking, how do I somehow get out of being in trouble that would be their number one thing not that i'm gonna lose blood and die not that i have a hole in my finger and and blood is gushing out it's how do i keep from getting my butt tore up you know because i just did something really stupid yeah mom's mom's gonna (laughs) kill me dad's gonna kill me everybody's gonna kill me but he knew he could trust his parents and just went in with, with an open heart and just mm. said, I don't know what to do. So help, please. Uh, uh, I'm starting to get the feeling back in my hand. So uh, I'll, I'll read this part here. Um, Asher says, I got four stitches that day and I did get to go to camp because it was early enough in the morning that I still had time before the bus left. All right. Look at your perfect oh. life. Yeah, and here, here's here's the the kicker. I removed the stitches myself ten days mm. later because my mom was too squeamish. Oh, I bet he <laughs> removed him with his knife. Yeah, probably the one, the same one that he pierced his thumb with. Yeah, or or I let me rephrase it that he gored his left hand with. Yeah. Um, he says, "I hope you like it." This is sent from my bed. Sorry, John. Weird how James lets this stuff on a funny story show, isn't it? It's weird. <laughs> and that's why you had to read it, because he, he to... assumed you would be reading it. <laughs> Thanks, Asher. This is twice in two weeks that you've caused my hands to go numb from reading your 
grossy stories. Of, uh, I hope that you don't have any more of those. Thank you very much. Oh, man. Well, that unfortunately was our last story for today. We are out oh of time. And thank you so much, people, for great stories. Listen, have you you got a, a funny life story? Have you ever shared an idea with a pyromaniac homeschooler and blown up your fireplace with gasoline? Have you, <laughs> have you ever tried to play paintball without face protection and luckily only busted your lip open? Have you ever had your dad eat three-week-old slobber butter out of a Kong? <laughs> ah! Have you ever given yourself about 140 mini hickeys with a bendy straw? Or, or pierced your thumb with a knife and still not realize that knives just aren't a good idea for you? Well, whatever you do, <laughs> whatever you have done, and whatever your story is, send it, email or audio to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. And if we used your story, we owe you a sticker. Email us your address. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. And thanks to our patrons for your support with special thanks to producers James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Janusz Streisbeck, Carrie Wright. Join the club and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash that story show. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, painful, or nasty Kong related happens to you, don't get stressed, don't get depressed, and don't put water in your mouth because it'll just make the taste go everywhere. Just think, hey, this belongs on that story show. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks, John. Thanks, James. Ah. My thumbs are still numb. Again, what's up with this? Oh... I never know exactly how the stories are going to come out until we read them out loud, and I'm always pleasantly surprised. Me too. I'm glad they're over. Mm. <laughs> Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for.